don't tell mom the babysitter is dead and that she's dating a vampire. And tell everybody about a whole new pod, a Disney Channel original movie podcast that you're listening to right now. I'm one of your hosts, Lucas Melby. And I'm the other host, Jacob Telejohn. And just in time, we're uh, the week before Thanksgiving, and what better time then to have a spooky <laughs> decom in uh, How I Met the President's Vampire Daughter. <laughs> I like that. That's got to be uh, one. No, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Yeah. This is a podcast where we watch Disney Channel original movies and talk about them at great length this week. I took copious notes for the movie we watched because with the advent of Disney+, Plus, I watched the movie the night before we watched it together, which gave me the power to pause it. And that was a mistake because I paused it too much. He wrote 14 pages of notes. My hand was aching up. <laughs> we wanted to make sure we recorded because with Thanksgiving holiday coming up, we probably wouldn't record next weekend. So we are no. a three-week break here, but... With the holiday season, we're going to be, you know, encountering probably off weeks anyways. So, hey, yeah. we'll take a freebie. I got to play Pokemon last weekend this week. Oh, Bazinga. Yeah. Eh. We, won't, we don't need to go into Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but what That'll we be will, on our next pod where well, we recap and talk about our favorite 151st Pokemon, 151. Number one, Lickitung. <laughs> wow. We won't talk about Pokemon here, but what we will talk about is our movies, so hell, let's just get right into it. Yeah. We said it was a spooky movie, and it starts out spookily, the where card. the opening credits, we're a seeing a bat. moon at night. We see the title, Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire, and yes. it morphs into multiple bats flying away. Yes. Spooky. I had to turn the lights on. <laughs> I was I can't handle this. <laughs> We uh, then get the pan down from the moon to see a gothic-style house of some kind. There's a horse-drawn carriage pulling up. Yeah, it's set in probably the er, late 1800s. It, it's not clear. Uh, what is clear, though, is one of the opening credits says, based on a story by Lindsay Nathans, which I found funny because usually that's not how something gets credited. It's like based no. on... The book based on characters, story by, but no, it's just based on a story. The story. Lindsay, what was that story you were telling? Let's make it into a fucking movie. Yeah. And as this movie goes along, you'll probably maybe gather that the story Lindsay was telling was basically the plot of the Lost Boys. So is she associated with Lost Boys? No. I, I think I clicked on her Wikipedia page and it's basically. She just watched like, it as a kid and just retold it. And I don't know. <laughs> So we see coming out of this horse-drawn carriage, there's a man who is very obviously a vampire. Yes. And there's a woman in white coming along, and she's in some kind of... Trance. Yeah, vampiric trance. Yeah. Ooh, what's going to happen? Some other dude pops up to be like, hey, I, I, she's my love. You stop that vampire. Yes. And she, she starts to break breaks from the trance. the trance, yep. And the vamp's like, oh, you think you've won? I'll you wait and see, but then we're interrupted by hearing a phone ringing, and wouldn't you know it? Just like another decom classic that's not on Disney Plus, Under, Under Wraps. Wraps. This is a movie within a movie. Yes. But my issue here is we see that opening moonshot and everything, and it is clearly this other movie and, that we're it, watching. It presents it as under or not as Under Wraps. It presents it as Mom's Got a Date with yes. a Vampire. But this movie is not called Mom's no. Got a Date with a Vampire. It's called but, The Curse or the Return of Count 
Crustula or <laughs> Uncrustable or Count Captain Crunch, some weird name. Didn't um, the one on Under Wraps actually present it as the movie, as the other movie? <sighs> I, I feel it like might it have the return of like War Warthead or yeah. something like that. Uh, you know, Under Wraps did have its own very elaborate opening credits with like the the mummy and like the Egyptian theme, so that no. might have led directly into that fake movie. But no. we were uh, we were newer back then. We were greener. We were less critical. Green. We are uh, we're more optimistic. And now <laughs> I just I nitpick everything to hell. No. But the person who's getting this phone call. We see first our main character, our mostly main character. Uh, the weight of the importance is kind of spread out through more characters in this movie than other DCOMs. But our character is Adam, who is 13. He's sitting on the couch. And very unlikable, as you'll soon yeah, find out. Yeah, he is one of one of my least favorite DCOM main characters. Not quite Cody from 13th Year, uh, but uh, he's not great. Cody. But his sister... Chelsea is the one getting the phone call. She's behind the couch. And she's very likable. <laughs> she's also not great, but she's talking to Peter. Peter. And she's like, oh, hey, Peter. And she just is talking while she's right by the TV. And it's a cordless no. phone. So It's a cell phone. Was she on her cell phone? Uh, not, maybe not in this situation. They, it might have been the home phone. Remember, but, but, but remember they, they, home phones? Landlines? Like like in this, so they they do have her on a cell phone. It's not like one of those big block ones. I mean, when they're <laughs> later in, she, it just looks almost like a yeah, modern they, day cell phone. They don't make a big deal about it. No. Her divorced mom. Yeah. Or maybe this is the divorced dad trying to get in with oh, the daughter's good graces. It's possible. But yeah, she's talking to Peter and Adam's like, hey, can you go away? And she's like, uh, no. Yeah. And it just reminded me of when I was younger, we only had one TV in our house. So when we wanted to play video games or watch TV, it was just, you know, in the family room. Yeah. And something my mom would do is she, I think she at this time probably worked early morning shifts. So she'd come home and be kind of tired. And what she would do would be lay down on the couch in the family room and then tell us to like turn down the volume <laughs> or to like be quiet. And we're like, mom, why don't you go sleep in your bed? And she said... I want to be part of the family. Wow. <laughs> she would just lay there, fall asleep, and become a, a nuisance to the, the rest of us in the family that was awake. <laughs> so I just thought that was kind of funny with the sister here. Probably doesn't have as uh, nice of things to say as, I want to be part of the family. She knows she's probably being a jerk to Adam. Yeah. Uh, but she doesn't care because Adam's kind of a jerk. And he starts yes. quoting along with the movie on the TV like a real nerd. nerd, like a super geek, and in the background you see Crustable talking as yeah, Count Uncrustables, and, and, and as you see Adam's lips moving too. They're yeah, it's mapped. very cool. Yeah, uh, but so they start to fight. Uh, we see the youngest son, uh, Ad, uh, no Taylor. I yes. keep getting that. There's too many characters' names to remember, and usually I only remember like two. Taylor's kind of peeking up, watching the movie from behind the couch. The divorced mom comes home. <laughs> That's what my notes say. Uh, her name is Lynette. Mom. She is Lynette. played by one of the aunts or the main aunt from the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. So I don't remember her actual name, but that's what I recognized her from. Yeah. And she comes in and immediately stops the, the bickering between the siblings. It's like, hey, you talking to Peter? Get off get off the fucking phone. And and we've mentioned Peter, you know, now twice, and we'll hear about him more. He's my but, favorite character. Yeah, which no, you never see. You never see him. No, and that and, is a, it's a funny bit where, yeah, it's a you know teenage daughter always on the phone talking to her boyfriend, and yeah. this is all the further that gets is he just keeps chiming in every once in a while. So 
There are a few actually, I think, fairly genuinely funny bits, and that's one of them throughout the movie. So the mom, Lynette, she's upset that they're bickering, and then she sees Taylor was watching the movie, so she's even more upset because we pick up on... Yeah, it's a PG movie, movie. but... It's got vampires in it, and uh, Taylor very much seems to be a scaredy cat. And, and, and So she sends the kids to the room to go do homework, and she's comforting uh, the youngest Taylor. Because he's spooked. We can also say uh, played the younger brother and stepsister from Planet Weird. So this yes. might be a first where two DCOM appearances within a single calendar year, and I don't think he's in any DCOMs after this. As... The kids are storming off to the room. They go, moms. And the mom says, kids. kids. And Taylor says, vampires. And ha, it's it's okay. It's all right. No. Adam, or yeah, Adam, is up in his room and he's reading a magazine, I think, called The Weekly Secret. Yeah. It seems to be it of the same type as... The Onion. Well, not The Onion. Was it? It's not the National Enquirer, but like whatever the name of that paper would be that had like Bat Boy in it or, you know... Okay. Stuff about Elvis being an alien or stuff like that. And in it, he's reading an article about a vampire hunter named Malachi Van Helsing. And immediately goes over to the computer in his room and types in www.malachivanhelsing.com. And it slowly, as we know it, it comes in and it's all kind of grainy. And it's it, yeah, it's very, it loads in extremely it. slow, but it's accurate for the time, which yeah. usually these kinds of movies wouldn't even like show an actual web address. And, you know, it's all fake computer stuff, but this was a, a believable 2000 era website. Un- unfortunately, there was not the dial up noise in the background. No, Disney does like flaunting its interests in technology, though. We've It's what we've the kids love. That. But then there's a knock at his bedroom door. So then Adam, who's supposed to be doing his homework, oh, scrambles around, gets Puts off away the computer. His penis. Yes, and the mom comes in, says, "Do you got a moment?" And Adam says, "Yeah, I was just doing my homework." And she's and like, "Yeah, uh huh." Lynette gives him uh-huh. a look that very much says, "I think you were masturbating." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was in front of the computer. Yeah. Two thousand era, you know, probably very slowly downloading yeah. a single JPEG of a boob <laughs> or something, but. Nonetheless. Yeah. So she comes in and is talking about, oh, so I got this thing. And, you know, when some families, uh, they break up and they divorce. And Adam's like, oh, I know. Dad told me all about it at the game. Shut up, Lynette. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know dad's getting married. Taylor's going to be the flower boy or something weird. Bring the rings. Yeah. So it's like everybody knows. And Lynette's like, oh, okay. Well, I don't need to say in my speech. And it's like such a weird way because we've had so many movies where... There have been characters who have been divorced parents or yeah. like somebody yeah. died. And like this scene, like the dad is basically never brought up again. So like why even have this whole setup of True. he's going to get married? Yeah. Fairly unnecessary. Yeah. Just character building for Lynette. She's in that yeah. state of mind, you know, where, oh, you know. I'm- it's something where it is kind of a unique unique and very I, much I, quotation I, marks I, 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 think, I think that's what it is, too. It's for Lynette's background. Sure. You know, and it, it sets a state of mind, you know, which sets up the date you know i just kind of you know and to be fair this movie is more about a decom parent than probably there's other ones where yes yeah, stepsister from planet where the mom is getting married but the mom and cosmicola are harley characters at all and more comic this one relief. the mom is debatably in the, the second main of, character third main character she's she's the title character yeah Exactly. That and the vampire. Yeah. So she's like, okay, whatever. And then Adam reassures her as she leaves, hey, 
mom, you're the bomb. And she says, what? What? is Why? that good? <laughs> yeah, mom, it's, it's good. You're the bee's knees, mother. Parents are just squares, right? Uh, so then the next day at school, we get introduced to Adam's friend, Duffy, who is my favorite oh, character. Oh, God, I hate him. Because he is the type of friend and character that we've seen in decoms before, but the way I would talk like them is actually how this guy talks. So he's like, dude, you going to the Harvest Festival? Yeah, Adam I mean, says, he's, he's, he's straight out of bomb. Um, oh, let's wait for Maybe it. not John, Johnny Tsunami or... Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? I can't even. Think I'm disappointed. Uh, so yeah, he asks Adam if he's going to the Harvest Festival, and Adam's like, ah, I don't know. And, and then Duffy says, What if I said my brother got us tickets to the Headless Horseman? What? That's crazy. So, oh, it's the sick band at the Harvest Festival. Yeah. I can't wait to go. And Duffy's brother works for, he's like a radio caller answerer. Yeah, and he's able to get tickets that he's supposed to be giving away to people. But just... I'm considering now that we have our, our new YouTube channel, maybe I'll just try to pull some clips of Duffy. Because he does have a line very later on in the movie that I, I liked a lot. So then Adam goes into, I think it's his history class, where his teacher immediately solos him out the style of uh, the other me for not doing his homework. Where she says, hey, uh, why don't you read your essay uh, about who you admire most in front of the yeah, entire really, class? Really, really outs him. So he gets up there. He did not do his assignment no. and he tried to get out of reading, but the teacher made him do it. So he sneaks up there along with the weekly star and starts reading the cover story about malachi van helsing yes and the teacher is quick to his scheme and also makes fun of him for believing and stuff like that and then the whole class laughs at him and that is basically the last we ever see of anybody at school at school i I mean yeah you have his one buddy and then you have the one that he did the fake handshake with and then kind of like waved off like the whole movie takes place about over the course of i think two Two days days. two Two to three days at most so then Adam yeah. goes home and immediately gets talked to by Lynette about his mistakes in class and not yes. doing his homework. And, and Lucas does say Lynette for a reason. Because Adam also says Lynette. Lynette. And she said, since when do you start calling me Lynette? <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm just trying to dialogue, dialogue with you here. And Adam, who already wasn't I'm wasn't a super fan of him, yeah. ratches up to extremely unlikable extremely quick and, here. and yeah I, there are a couple other phrases that he's saying at the dinner table there that i was just like this is weird and he also just has generally bad child actor line delivery yeah. but the mom grounds him for not doing his homework and says you're gonna be grounded this weekend and then adam immediately tries to negotiate well what if you just ground me for like the whole week but then i have the weekend off and uh and she's just like nope and i'm with her i said uh, if i was in that situation i would have grounded him for the week Water. and the weekend because he was being awful yeah. and somebody else being awful but to a lesser extent was in the background chelsea who has eaten a pint of ice cream egging on her mom like yeah get get him mom yeah, yeah fuck know. him up fuck him up. And, and then and then mama's like well for that comment yeah chelsea calls him a dweeb <gasps> <laughs> oh my that was a, a dramatic dying. gasp but almost Jesus. too much that it made me cough but so yes and then she's as basic as that the mom says just for that comment you're grounded too well. and but i had a date with peter. peter and we'll never see what that date could no. have been adam she's got a date with peter that's the sequel yeah if only chelsea's oh. got a date with peter <laughs> <laughs> 
So Adam goes up to his room and is flipping through the Weekly Star again. And this news magazine basically has everything because it also has personal ads for like people. Dating. Yeah, dating, dating ads. ads. Yeah, that was weird. Which, assumingly, this would be a national publication. Yeah. But <laughs> as we They're find out, local. the ads, or at least the ad they go with, is local to their area. Yeah. So they're looking through, and yeah, Chelsea comes through, and he's like, I got an idea. And it's like, well, if we get mom to go on a date, then... We can do, you can do what? You can go tickle Peter, and I can go, you know, bang my head. Yeah, I guess we should have really hit that home, that the reason he's so upset about missing this weekend, or being gone this weekend, is because that's when the Headless Horsemen are playing. So they're looking through, and there's some jokes like, ooh, this guy sounds good. Oh, he's incarcerated. What's that mean? He's in prison. Prison. Uh-huh. But oh. they do have a funny ad that, spoiler alert, is for a vampire, but it's fairly coded in a... It's a funny little paragraph of, oh, it's a guy who loves long walks under the moonlight. Yeah. He's well-traveled, they're, they're, worldly. They're, they're painting the picture of a vampire for and you. dislikes Italian food and turtlenecks yes so his name is wolfsbane so yes then the way they're going to contact him is through email but you can't just email a stranger says chelsea or can you it's not like they're some weirdo in a chat room so uh if you want to email a stranger please uh write to us at a whole new pod <laughs> at gmail.com it's not weird at all please no. go right Do ahead it. yes uh, so they send out the email to Wolf Spain, and their plan is we'll have him meet mom somewhere in public. They pick the the grocery store, yeah. which we'll find out is called Food Master, which is a very yes. good name. So, Not bad. But it's like, who, if this guy wasn't a vampire, who would go along with this? We're like, we're setting up a date for our mom, but she doesn't know about it. And we're children, but we'll get her out in public. And hey, man, you'll get her. And it's like, uh, is this is this to catch a predator? <laughs> Am I going to be arrested? And, and yeah, like from this point, though, that's like when everything just kind of turns like weird. Where the whole... It is very undecom like because they're just pushing their mother to go see somebody that she maybe really doesn't want to see or yes the mom is not trying to date but they're setting up the situation for their one of the most selfish feelings in a decom which is we want to go do this thing so we're gonna fucking trick our mom into dating somebody just so we can get out on the town so fairly distasteful for our two main characters of adam and chelsea and in the end they don't actually really learn great lessons besides hey that was kind of bad because we hooked her up with a vampire, but I don't know if, if they just hooked her up with, like, a bad, normal human, if they would have felt Which is as all, bad. yeah. <laughs> which is all men, which, am I right? Which, you know... I mean, he's... No Cosmicola, though I would say Cosmicola would have been... I, I, I really don't think Van Helsing would have been that guy either. Mom's got a date with Van- Cosmicola. <laughs> <laughs> They trick the mom into going to the store to get chocolate chips to make chocolate chip pancakes the next day. It's all a little contrived. And they're like, oh, let's split up and go try to find Wolf's Bane because we told him to come to the grocery store. So they're going around trying to find them. And we see a mysterious figure enter the store wearing a trench coat and a fedora. And he says to himself, come to Papa in a fairly European accent. Yes. We'll eventually learn who this character is, and he speaks with that accent never again. True. 
they just go up to the kids go up to random people trying to see if they're wolfsbane and say like hmm, i fucking hate italian food what about you as he's picking up like pasta herbs <laughs> whatever he's uh Riverdale is what uh chelsea says back to him and i hate it uh but then adam goes up to some guy who's picking up a cake from the bakery and he's like hmm, you look like somebody who likes long walks under moonlight and the guy says yeah that's me how about you hey you want to like fuck this broth <laughs> it's basically what adam's saying he's like how about a wonderful night with a a gorgeous lady and it's, like we know that he's trying to do this for his mom but like what is this guy thinking he shows adam his cake which says happy anniversary, anniversary. and that's to be like oh well obviously i couldn't go on a date with some random woman because i'm married, married. but like this guy should be much more taken aback about this situation he's like, smiling he's got a big old smile on his face is this kid trying to pimp somebody out to me <laughs> like what is happening <laughs> so they are failing and uh, chelsea and adam come back together and then they see the guy in the trench coat and fedora and they're like oh that's got to be him because he looks so worldly yeah <laughs> of what he's wearing yeah uh but then as they're trying to guide their mom over there her shopping cart bumps into the cart of another oh a guy also has an accent but a real one yes which i don't know exactly where it is i just i'd say british he looks like a a tanner maybe lower rent uh dustin hoffman and we learn that his name is dimitri and they just really him and the mom started off. off yeah they really start to hit it off yeah they go to the checkout together uh as they're leaving he's like oh i've I bought this house in town. I'm fixing it up. Oh, isn't that house haunted? What? I'm a doctor, too. I work the overnight shift. Too and it's spooky. like, you know, stuff that's adding up that, oh, is this guy a vampire? He's a vampire. Because they clearly were like, oh, this... no, the guy in the, the trench coat's a vampire. But then they switch over. Oh, he's the vampire, but maybe not. Uh, we'll find out really soon who is the vampire. And Dimitri just he's like oh but you're married so i can't talk to you and then she's like no i'm not he's like okay do you want to go on a date tomorrow and the kids push the mom into it but doing something again that she doesn't want to be doing because they're so selfish and which takes away from the disney channel original movie yeah. vibe and to be fair dimitri is way out of the league of lynette he's a he's a catch and a he's cool <laughs> he's a he's, he's got... a snap <laughs> wow i wouldn't say that no I'm he's, a, he's, he's a tall glass of water oh my so yeah they're setting up this date and then we see the guy in the trench coat who is talking on a cell phone to somebody that we never find out who it is and he says something along the lines, I know there's a vampire in there. I have to go back. Uh, but they set up the date. Mom and the kids go their ways. Dimitri's yeah. walking off. But Taylor, who was along Catch for the trip, him. who we haven't mentioned so far. See, at first when he walked out, I thought he was going to go to that weird van that was parked outside. There was like a van like set up there perfectly. Uh, yeah, it's like a in. delivery Creepy. van. And and Dimitri still buys groceries, but then he just drops them because he doesn't need to eat. He, he doesn't drop, just drop them. He like throws them yeah. against the wall. That's, that's what it is. So then Taylor's like, huh? That's weird. He doesn't eat groceries. But what's weirder is he turns to a fucking bat. And at first, like Lucas said, you know, he didn't know if it was a big or a small bat. But yeah, he like gradually like morphs like it's it's a anamorphs it's he a, anamorphs into a a bat and it's like big but then it just kind of gets smaller yeah it's a poor decom effect so morphs. they can't just have him get into a small bat quickly like a no. good movie would uh he has to become first a giant bat and then get smaller but why couldn't he just stay the giant bat size so this fun. i found to be an f- interesting wrinkle in the way this story seemed to be going because we got a little minor misdirection with 
who was going to be the vampire. And then we get further misdirection because you would think, oh, the person who will discover it is Adam because, oh, we didn't really set up. But, you know, he's watching those movies in his room. He's got a bunch of horror movie posters. So he's kind of a, a horror nerd. But he's so caught up in his selfish antics that he yes. doesn't pay attention to Dimitri to pick up on signs or anything. No. So then it's Adam or uh, sorry, Taylor is the one who sees and, you know, he's the little brother. So it's a little bit of a, a boy who cried wolf situation because no. as Taylor is wrestling with what he should say, we're greeted with a mom voiceover from a line she said earlier with Taylor being so scared of vampires that she's like, I don't want to hear a single more thing about vampires. Oh, but what can I do? Because mom's got a date with a vampire. But um. Not quite yet, though. So, uh, Adam and Chelsea's weekend plans are on, but we quickly find out on a phone call that Adam has with Duffy that there's a wrench thrown into the mix, and that wrench has the name of Boomer. Boomer, who's a 10th grader who picks on them. Yes. And so, on the phone, you gave my ticket to Boomer? We have to meet. Hard cut to funky music, and they're in a yes. diner where Duffy is with Boomer, who, yes. yeah, is just a kind of a shitty burnout-looking 10th yeah. grader, and Adam's trying to win him over with trading him, like, some signed, like, football and baseball. Yeah. And he's like, this shit's for fucking kids. You know what <laughs> I'm into? That sweet poon Sex. Thing. I want sex. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't act... No, he doesn't. He doesn't bring it up, but Adam, I think... He's just like, mm, he just I knows. know who you like. He knows. So how does he know that, though? Or is he just assuming everybody just loves his sister? Uh, maybe when Boomer has beat him up previously. I want to fuck Chelsea. Yeah, something like that. I want to kiss her on the lips. So he, uh, Adam concocts a scheme where he tells Boomer that he'll yeah. get him a date with Chelsea. Yes. To which Duffy responds, you got a crush on Chelsea Hanson? Which is just a... A weird, it's yeah, like, I is mean, it supposed to be like surprising like, or like, like eh? everybody likes her? I don't know. But no. he's like, yeah, but it's got to be a real date. Like, we got to go to a kung fu movie when it's like, okay, maybe I can get down with Boomer. He's like, but then I need to be able to kiss her. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Well, no fucking deal. Okay, you can kiss her. And not just on the cheek. On the lips. Fucking lips and a little, maybe a little tongue. A little tongue. <laughs> a little boob action. So then Adam's like, sure, deal. Give me my ticket. I'll, you know, he was trying to maybe pimp out his mom earlier. Now he's literally now pimping out his sister. And he feels no remorse. No. And we'll just get it out of the way. We had restraint in uh, saying this, you know, so far. But, you know, Adam finishes the deal and he says, okay, boomer. <laughs> at home taylor is talking to adam trying to give him get some deets about vampires like if somebody turns into a bat are they a vampire uh yeah that sounds about right uh so what would you is that bad is it bad that he's a vampire uh yeah it's pretty bad how do you kill a vampire mm, and that's where adam seems to have a twisted advice because he says what does he say like you stake through the heart that's fine uh don't let them into your house which is not a, a surefire way to kill a vampire to not let them into your house it's just uh, recommended and something that adam uh fails at later on in the movie and no. then keep his coffin out in the day or into like daylight which uh the coffin is a weird fixation for the mythos of vampires in this movie but really vampires are like zombies where it's kind of a, a loose mythology around them you know can zombies run some of the time uh can zombies talk they shouldn't it just but depends who's directing them george movie. romero's land of the dead does exist 
So uh, Adam also says, well, you'll need a vampire hunter like this guy, Malachi Van Helsing, and holds up the newspaper or the, the magazine. Yeah. And then Taylor's like, well, we got to call him. What are you talking about? He's a shadowy vampire hunter. He doesn't have a phone number. True. And it's like, he has a fucking website. Website that loads slowly, but realistically. And we will find out he actually also does have a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and we already know he does because... Taylor... Well, now we know... Well, we don't fully know who the vampire Taylor hunter calls is, like an operator or something yeah. and spells out his name or whatever. But we see him talking on a cell phone earlier. Yeah. And, but then Taylor says, we have to do something. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. ding. We have a title. And yes. also kind of a weird way for a kid to phrase that. He wouldn't say... He would just say mom's dating a vampire or Dimitri's a vampire, not mom's got a date with a vampire. Again, uh, unnecessary nitpick, maybe. Later that night, we check in with everybody. Uh, Chelsea's getting prettied up for Peter. Yeah. Mom's getting ready for a date. And my favorite, Adam is playing video games in his room. And I, when I watched it, I didn't even notice if he had even a remote in he his hand. He had a hand. keyboard. He was oh, playing on okay, the computer, okay, but he was okay. sitting... Yeah. His legs were up on the weird. chair. And, yeah. But the best weird. was he like hit a cutscene or something in the game. And, and he, he just, just slowly like, nodded to himself. And it held on him for a few seconds. So he got all yeah. the nodding. Yes. And he was very proud of getting <laughs> to that point of the game. We're just really into that cutscene. And then we see Dimitri. He pulls up in a hot red sports car. Yeah. And Adam makes the mistake of inviting him in. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, I mean, I, there there was, like, a quick pause there where they're just kind of, like, showed, like, yeah, you know, he's got to be invited in. Yeah. I, I mean, it, They didn't it, belabor it, it too much, but, you know, it is very much, oh, he didn't immediately walk in. Oh, come in. Adam. So, Dimitri's here, but where's mom? Well, Chelsea goes up and finds mom in her bedroom freaking the fuck out. True true she's like I, but he's I, like a guy like him he can't like me oh it's too late you know i i've gotten to a point in my life where you know sometimes if you i'm you, just too old you have kids you get married you get divorced and then it's just done and then i'm like yeah that's right old people should not have love in their life you know you hit a certain age hey maybe i'm approaching that age and it's just cut off and you're it's over you're spent but no that's not how it is and chelsea has a it would be a very touching mother-daughter moment if it wasn't for one of the most selfish reasons that's happened in a decom, where she says, that's stuff that you've done. Who you are is what's inside. And then the mom's like, who said that? You did, mom. You did, mom. And they, you know, they've got some emotional, sappy music playing, yeah. and it's just like, oh my god, these kids are terrible. <laughs> They finally get her down there. Dimitri is like, oh, you look so nice. He's got a big romantic night planned. They're going to yes. they're gonna go to a restaurant. Yeah. Maybe go dancing, have go in a horse-drawn carriage in the park. But the mom continued to freak Bumper out. cars. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can go to the Harvest Festival. <laughs> uh, we can fucking throw, like, knock over some milk jugs, win a fucking stuffed alligator. Uh, yeah, okay. Bumper cars. <laughs> Ever heard of them? <laughs> She is big about the bumper cars. Uh, and Dimitri just kind of plays it cool. He's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll see how the night goes. Yeah. So the couple's heads out, and the kids continue to make sure they're fully ready for the night. And this is where Taylor calls the operator and says, I need the number for a Malachi Van Helsing. Problem so solved. then we see Van Helsing, the man himself, at a car lot where yes. there's a car salesman. 
working very late. If yeah, it's dark, yeah, I mean it was dark. <laughs> I, I mean, who knows when the sun? Yeah, it's may, it, presumably it's fall. Probably like some Halloween movies. Probably like seven shown. o'clock. He's Van Helsing. That is, is checking out a sports car, and the yeah. salesman comes over, and he does a kind of cool thing. It's only moderately cool because what he does is he has a charcoal briquette. They didn't have like some kind of cool charcoal. It's just like, no, this is very much something you would use to grill on a barbecue. Uh, he crushes it under his foot and then he takes the salesman's clipboard and to, like, like wait, yeah. yeah, to blow, you know, gives a big gust of air to blow it yeah. around and it creates flaming footprints. It was, it was cool. I don't, I, it must have been something they could figure out. I don't think that was like edited or anything. I don't know. Looked, yeah, I don't know how they did really it. Good. I Movie know. magic, and yeah. this is magic of a kind that, again, is not established. This is something you do with vampires, but it was a cool little thing oh, for yeah. them to do. Definitely. And then he's like, oh, was there a guy here who bought a car with cash? Which, presumably, he didn't know that the cash part was from the footprints, but maybe that's just the proper MO of a vampire, is they pay in cash. And the maybe. salesman's, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, shit, he had flaming footprints. I knew he was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Not that he bought a super expensive sports car in cash. Uh, and then he said, what? where did he go? Oh, he said he had a date. I sent him down to the main street where all the good restaurants are. Hmm. Yeah. The game is the foot. So Van Helsing is still searching for this vampire. Yes. And then back at home, the kids are... Continuing to get ready, and they're about to leave when they hear the garage door open, and then they look outside to see Taylor riding off on his bike, and they yes. say, Taylor, what the fuck? And he says, I'm going to go save mom because you're terrible children. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong, and he no. rides off. So the kids are in a, a terrible situation that yes. they're not going to get to do their shit yet because they're bad kids and yeah. they have to go save their brother uh so they're chasing out after them uh at the dinner they're at the restaurant mom and dimitri mom's lynette's like oh i think you got the wrong woman and then dimitri's just like no you're great and he's trying to be all romantic and cool and he says hey you try the steak i hear it's good, good for, for your blood, blood. Uh, a waiter comes by and says oh, would you like some wine and he says i don't drink why <laughs> It's so cool. Also offers garlic bread, to which he goes, no! He's No, he does not want the garlic bread, as we know. No! Thank you. So, keeping he's, it cool. This is a cool cat. Adam, or uh, no, Taylor, this is where we get a part where he catches up, and he's on his bike, but then there's a weird, dramatic slow-mo, where it's also partially everything around him is blurred, and he's like the focal point in the camera. Yes, and, I, I, and then there's this, was... like borderline metal music rock yeah, the music, music playing i kind of hi- hypothesize he's just kind of stressed out being out and alone like in <laughs> he's the having world. a fucking panic attack I, that his I, mom has a date with the vampire yeah that, that's kind of what it came off as hey, sure i can see that but it's a uh, it's weird it's you it's, don't need those stylistic flourishes no, in a decom because no, it, it was, usually does not pan out how you would envision it it's was, like movies i would have made in like high school where i had this grand <laughs> vision and then when it came to actually executing on it it always turned out to be shit but uh, when he's on his bike, he's on Main Street. He's getting towards the restaurant. We do see a movie theater with the marquee for The Lost Boys yeah, as well as Halloween showing. And yeah. The Lost Boys is, with that put up there, is a very clear inspiration for this movie because that's a vampire yes. movie about kids who also have a mom who goes on a date with a vampire and they yeah. try to prove that he's a vampire. Also, I feel like a lot of similarities or similar ideas to this is in the movie Fright Night, which is about a guy 
who moves in next door to this horror nerd guy, and he thinks the guy's a, a vampire, and nobody believes him. And as I'm watching this movie, I'm just like, I feel like there's parts of this that could be better. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's because they exist. And I'm not a fan of the Lost Boys, but I liked Fright Night quite a bit. I watched that recently. So it's like, oh, yeah, a better version of this movie already exists. That digression aside. So Taylor reaches the restaurant, bangs on the window to try to get his mom and Dimitri's attention. But as he's doing that, Chelsea and Adam catch up to him, pull him away. And he's like, but he's a vampire. And they're like, settle the fuck down. Adam says... He can prove to him that he's not a vampire. So Look I thought that was going to be Adam's like going to sneak into the restaurant, <clears throat> kind of observe him for a bit. No, he just with the steak or drape some garlic over his neck. Or yeah, something. he just drags Taylor in. Yeah, no, I, I, at this point, too, I'd kind of I brought up to Lucas later on. But like it, it kind of seems Dimitri like he has like a sense or like a vibe as they're coming in. He has vampire powers that uh, appear and disappear yes. as irrelevant to the plot. Yes, <laughs> and accurate could be useful at different times in the movie, but then he does not use them at those times yes yeah he just drags taylor up and it says taylor thinks you're a vampire and dimitri's all i i'm so sorry we must do a test to prove that i'm not a vampire so really good test they do the spoon test which is a line that dimitri feeds to adam and adam Adam tries to pretend that oh yes that's obviously like what and and then he's dimitri's like wink wink nudge nudge oh yes yes yes, the the test test. ends up to be that a vampire cannot hang a spoon on his nose i mean that might be true i i don't know i've never met so looking into this the way to effectively hang a spoon on your nose which dimitri does is you breathe on it so the condensation makes it stick to your nose a bit But as I was watching, like, is there an actual spoon test that, like, you could do? I would think you could see the vampire or vampire's lack of reflection in the spoon. That could be one. Or you would need to breathe on the spoon. But in a lot of fiction, vampires don't have heartbeats or breath because they're undead or, you know, dead and alive, whatever you want to say. And none of that holds true here so there could be a real spoon test in there somewhere this is obviously made up one yeah. uh the idea was oh if the vampire hangs a spoon on his nose he'll burst into a, th- a million pieces yes. oh that doesn't happen he's clearly not a vampire all right taylor let's go home but as adam is taking taylor out of the restaurant we see a mirror and in the mirror we only see lynette and she's talking to nobody because he's a v- 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 vampire <laughs> And, oh, no. But Adam still takes Taylor home with Chelsea. And they apparently had called a babysitter before they left to go chase down yes. uh, Taylor. And so the babysitter is waiting Just there chilling at him. home. Talking on the phone, as teens do. And as when, when Taylor do. does learn that, oh, you called a babysitter... Taylor does lay into them and be like, you're the fucking worst. You set up mom for with a fucking vampire just so you could do whatever the fuck you want. No. And he's not wrong at all. No. But he gets left off at home thinking that Dimitri's not a vampire. And then Adam turns to Chelsea to say, yo, Dimitri's totally a fucking vampire. Chelsea's not buying it, but she's willing to put up with him for reasons, even though it's delaying her date with Peter. Yeah. Who we never see again. Yeah. He's He's just, he's brought up multiple times, just never exists. Mom and Dimitri, we see them go into a rockabilly club. What is rockabilly? Uh, probably the closest approximation Elvis is Presley. yeah, Elvis era sounding music, maybe a little like swingy. They're Brian all, sets yeah. orchestra they're, kind they're of stuff. They're all dressed up in 
rolled up flannels. I don't know, rolled up yeah, dress. So shirts. as they're going in, Lynette's like, oh, I can't believe this place is still open. Do you like rockabilly music? And Dimitri says, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Which implies that not a lot of people like rockabilly music, but inside this club, whole it's, bunch, it's, it's popping. It is popping the fuck off. Yeah. People are losing their shit over some <laughs> rockabilly. So they go in, they're dancing about. Then back home, we see some stuff with Tiffany, the the babysitter. Who uh, it's tough. Duffy is one of my favorites, but I feel like Tiffany is pretty good because she's on the phone talking to somebody while she is apparently playing a game of sorry with Taylor. But yes. basically, she's not playing. And on the phone, she just says, "No way, <laughs> no way, no way, no way." And then later on, she just says, "Totally." totally totally but then as taylor wins the game of sorry is about to go to bed we hear a knock at the door and who is it it's malachi van helsing because he had gotten uh we didn't really go into it but after he got the operator's number for van helsing taylor left a a message for him so he just shows up and he's like a a mid-40s guy probably and he he doesn't come in at first because they're getting across the message of you know stranger danger he's like i I can't come in because he's actually a vampire and he also needed i thought about that too that thought did that could have been cool tiffany not worried at all about this grown man coming in with this child she just says hey he really needs to go to bed so like don't keep him up too late and then also gives him crap for saying that he's a vampire hunter yes so then back at the club, uh, Chelsea and Adam had caught up and Adam slips in, sneaks in. I should say Van Helsing's like, oh, shit, your mom's with a vampire. I'll go save her. Adam's like, I want to come. He says no. And then he leaves. We'll see Adam pop up in his car later on because or not Adam Taylor. There's too many fucking names yes. in this movie. Taylor, what a fucking rascal. Uh, so Adam and Chelsea are at the club. Adam slips in. Chelsea leaves or stays with their bikes in like the fucking alley, which is really sketchy. So Adam goes in and convinces some guy to go dance with Lynette, who he sees. But then Dimitri and and, and the the guy is easily persuaded. He's like, he's... I I hear you don't dance. I fucking dance all the time. <laughs> well, I dare you to go dance with that lady okay well yeah at first they were t- they were talking about that other girls were saying that he doesn't dance or they were talking shit about him or something yeah, weird I, I just i didn't feel like going into it no. because it involved adam being obnoxious yeah and I, I just, it was yeah it was uh but he, this guy goes over and st- asks lynette if she wants to dance and uh he's she's like oh sure is that okay dimitri and dimitri uses mysterious vampire powers yes. to and, and push he him like away. stares at him for like an awkward amount of time yeah. And he's like, you were just leaving. And then the guy just starts, like, backing up. And he's, like, flailing his arms because, like, he, he's, like, self-aware. Like, he's not, like, on a, in a trance. Yeah. He's self-aware that he's, like, just thrown back. It's the vampiric telekinesis yeah, that all vampires weird. have. That's weird. And then Adam's looking on and sees this. And he's like, oh, shit, whatever. <laughs> he seems really unfazed by yeah. uh, the, the vampire powers on display. Then we see Malachi driving, and this is where Taylor springs up from his back seat, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I snuck Am out I going to get caught by the cops for kidnapping this child?" You got to think though, too. Like, what is so the babysitter just thinks he's sleeping upstairs? Babysitter is enthralled with her phone conversation. Yeah. So yeah, he he snuck out the window. I think that's what he said. And Malachi has a really 
great line here where he says, you can't come with me. I'm going after a real live dead vampire. Ha. Huh? I don't remember that. The live dead. Yeah, because obviously it, there's no real right. live vampires. That's true. Even though he has breath that allowed him to put the spoon on his true. fucking nose. True. What? But yeah, Malachi just seems resigned. Okay, sure. I'll let you tag along. Uh, well, I mean, what is he going to do? Just throw the kid out on the side of the road? Sure. No, Taylor. But then Adam is talking to some of the band members that are playing. And earlier in the movie, we there was a thrown away line of the mom previously being in a band. So yeah. the band members were like, oh, shit, we've got somebody from, I think it was like Cowgirl Blues was the band she was in. Something like that. Oh, yeah. she used to tear this fucking joint down. <laughs> Bring her up here. Come sing a song. So the mom obliges and uh, she sings a... Dimitri's, Dimitri just seems like... He's pissed mind, the fuck yeah. out. He's like mind blown. Like, what the hell? I wanted to just go back and suck her out, you know, suck Which, her off. We can spend a little time going into what his motivations are because in the ad it does say that he's looking for like a woman who like for you can life. spend a lifetime with or yeah. something. And some of what he says at different points in the movie implies that this whole connection was to find somebody else to turn into a vampire. But then he also seems clearly pissed with her. So it's like, why doesn't he just like cut his losses? Just like get a drain, you know, suck her blood. Yeah. And then try again later. Like yeah. he clearly already does not like Lynette. So why would he want True. to spend the rest of eternity with her? But he's putting up with it now. Super annoyed. Uh, the song she's singing is kind of country, not rockabilly at all. She which... doesn't sound bad. No, it seemed to be actually the actress singing. Yeah, and no, it, was, I, it was good told jacob this when we were watching a movie and this can apply to any decom never go in expecting a music number with the mom no. you always expect you know the kid or something so or like nsync or backstreet boys in the background but as we say she's the mom is a big part of this movie so it's a nice little little moment for her yeah nice. uh but as she's singing adam then goes up to a bouncer and convinces them to throw out Dimitri. Because he's creeping. He's been creeping yeah, on his says, mom. And he's like, anything for Lynette, whatever. Lynette Hansen. Lynette, anything for her. I'm not going to abide by no fucking stalkers <laughs> of Lynette Hansen. <laughs> so, but also, kid, you can't be in here because this is a bar. Yes. But then, seemingly, uh, nobody drinks alcohol there. No, they're all drinking water or juice. <laughs> Chelsea, who is out in the alleyway by their bikes, sees Dimitri get thrown out by the bouncers into their bikes. And then we get a very poor sequence of shots where we are supposed to be seeing Dimitri freaking out and showing off his crazy vampiric strength to bend the bikes. But we don't see him do it. The bikes are cut off from the bottom of the frame. And we just yeah. hear the sound of metal wrenching and Chelsea looking horrified. And then to look even further horrified, he then starts to walk up Slowly, the wall. He like pauses at a weird angle so they could get the edit together properly. And then he just and then he strolls on up the wall. And then Adam sees him back in the club and he's like, "Not me, the well, fuck?" Well, uh, yeah, I, I do, they, do they have roof access on this building? Uh, or just there might have been a window. I don't know. Yeah, it's not Who clear. Well, yeah, I, when, as I was watching, like, wait, what is he going to do? And then it's like, oh, he's in the club. And, like, I wasn't really even picking up on it as I was watching oh, yeah. the movie. Uh, so then he runs out to find Chelsea and say, like, what the hell happened? And Chelsea says, Dimitri just walked up the wall. Is that a vampire thing? 
And Adam says, yeah, it is. And I say, is it? Is Walking on Lost a vampire now. thing? Because uh, he, we already know in this version of vampires, he can turn into a bat. So he could have just turned into a bat and, and went through the window. In. There you go. But no, yeah. he had to flex. Uh, apparently, Spider-Man could also be a vampire because he can walk down walls. I, I think it was more so their effects team. They're like, you know what we can do? You know what I just learned? I learned how we can make somebody look like they're walking up the wall. Ed. Whatever the case may be, uh, it's a weird thing for a vampire to walk up a wall. Yeah. Uh, but then as they're talking, they see that their bikes are completely mangled by the vampiric strength of Ma- uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. And then they see the, the sports car drive away with mom and Dimitri in it. And they're like, shit, where are they going to go? And then oh, Chelsea gosh. comes up with the idea that, oh, because guys always want girls to like them. So they go where the girls want. Where does mom want to go? The Harvest Festival. Yes. How can we get there? It's so far away and our bikes are broken. Hold your phone. And by hold your phone, I mean give it to me so I can dial the number of Duffy, Duffy. my buddy. Oh, so gosh. we cut to, we see very briefly, brother. Uh, D- Duffy's brother driving the family van. Yes. Duffy's in the front seat. And Boomer. Boomer not... is in yeah. the back, kind of giving some creepy eyes to... Checking out... Uh... Chelsea, and then one basically my favorite line of the movie comes from Duffy here. He says, "So he's a vampire. Does that mean he drives a hearse or something?" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm telling you that my mom is dating a vampire. Yeah, and your reaction isn't "I don't believe you" or "That's crazy." It's "What does he drive?" <laughs> like that's the sticking point. Like if he drives a sports car, I don't think he can be a vampire. But they get to the Harvest Festival. Yeah. The other dudes are going to the show. Duffy even says, okay, Boomer. <laughs> I bet somebody's going to sell a, a ticket to you. Uh, but they're like, yo, we need to go save our mom. And they're like, but the headless horseman. Yeah. And Boomer isn't actually going to go with Duffy because he's going to cash in on his date Darn with tootin'. Chelsea here and now. Yes. And Chelsea... Like, what? Huh? What? Huh? He says, hey, come on, Chelsea, playing hard to get. Let's go get a corn dog. <laughs> then he lets drop in front of Adam, Chelsea. Adam says. Or basically like, oh, Adam what about our deal? And then, or, yeah. yeah. Basically it gets out and Chelsea yeah, yeah. hears that he set up this deal to not even pimp her out. It's like a thing that happens in movies or TV shows. It's like, yes. yeah, I'll get you a date with my sister. If you And it never that. happens. But the no. way this movie treats it, it's like. As serious as we were, like, kind of joke pretending it was. But, like, yeah. Boomer was creepy. He was acting like uh, an yes. entitled Boomer, if you will. Yes. Uh, and, you know, hey, you're a, real, uh, you're a real piece of meat, hey? Let's go get a corn dog. Yeah, so this, there's this emotional music swell. She, Chelsea runs away. Adam catches up and says, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, how could you? Of all the things, of all the selfish things. And then... Basically, Adam's like, well, you kind of suck, too, because we just did the same thing to mom, really. And she's like, that was your idea. So Chelsea, I'll say not as bad as Adam, but still taking no really responsibility. True. Both of them are bad. And then she says, well, that was your idea. And then Adam says, well, I've changed. Things were different back then. And she said, this afternoon? And it's like, yeah, not that much time has taken place. And the way they're treating this scene, that there could be some kind of personal growth or lesson for Adam to have learned, it just doesn't add up. No. And then he spouts out some kind of dumb life lesson that I don't even really 
remember what it was and i couldn't see it. she's convinced and it's like okay the everything's the, the late chapter disagreement that has to happen in these kinds of movies is over let's go find the fucking vampire and mom yeah. so they split up start scoping around at some point here we see the other dudes duffy and his brother come across the car yeah and they're like the, oh the this must car. be the vampire's and car and they they look kind of mischievous they're like mm-hmm. duffy makes quite the look yeah and and then we just we don't see what they do but later on we see that they might have done something or they, it alludes to that it's yes it's not it's, clear what they do or maybe just a, a sports truck. car <laughs> yeah it's not clear uh so they're all looking around the mom is talking to Dimitri. Yeah. And they're playing Dimitri a game. Dimitri has had a fucking enough. Yes. He says, hey, let's get out of here. Uh, and then she's basically like, hey, you know, you know, this is really great. I feel like I've fallen in love, met up with yeah. an old friend. And yeah. Dimitri's like, okay, wow. I see how this is going. Yeah. She says, myself. What? Bingo. Mind blown. She's having none of Dimitri. She doesn't feel they've clicked at all. Facts. And Dimitri basically is like, bitch, please. Facts. This is a lot more than I wanted. Now let's just end this shit. He puts her into a trance after yeah. she suggests bumper cars one more time. Yes. <laughs> he says, no, <laughs> hypnotism. <laughs> so she's going to a trance. At this point, uh, Adam sees them. Yeah. He makes an amazing shot. What is he throwing? A softball. Where did he get it? Like a carnival game because the Harvest Festival, we should mention, is basically like a fair. There's a Ferris wheel. And that would hurt. He threw it from like 30 feet away. Yep. But immediately after getting hit... Uh, teleports or he has like super speed which is like a decent like effect where yeah, it no, shows him it like cool. uh, Dimitri going fast to catch up and, and, and he and goes behind I, Adam yeah and then I think he took him behind something else it looked like didn't yeah he like, drags him, him by his ear behind That's like a corn dog yeah. stand or something yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole time Lynette is still behind like, put into a, a trance <laughs> it's a little mean <laughs> and then Dimitri gives Adam a talking to you and is like what the fuck can you do? I'm a vampire. You're a child. And yeah, he's like, if you, if you want to die or if you don't want to die, you'll know what's, you know, know what's good for you. Uh, and this is where Adam gets the revelation that Dimitri is Wolfsbane. It's like, I didn't ask for you to fucking. He's like, in fact, Adam, you did. You, you requested me. me. Don't. In your email, didn't you Wolf say. Wolfsbane. Please turn my mom into a vampire <laughs> so I can go see the band. And then he says, yes, my name is Wolfsbane. And Adam doesn't react or say no. anything. But Dimitri says, yeah, I know. All the teenagers took the good vampire names. Which I don't even know what that's supposed to Maybe mean. Maybe just a username on the account? Uh, on the website? Oh! My mind is blown. Bingo. Unless it is supposed to be, yeah, a vampire name, which... Then I don't know why he just doesn't go by, like, Dimitri Wolfsbane. But then the mystery wouldn't have been there at all. No. I don't, and otherwise, it would have had to be like a Lost Boys joke. Other than that, it makes yeah. no sense because teenage vampires weren't a thing until like fucking Twilight. So. Yeah. Disney was ahead of its time. Or Yeah. Uh, Adam is well convinced that, hey, I can't fuck with Dimitri. So yes. Dimitri and mom leave to go to the car. Chelsea catches up with Adam and is like, yo, what are you doing? We got to go. And Adam's just like. Nope, mom's fucked. She's dead. We can't do anything. And it's like the most like he's just resigned to the fact that nope, yep, mom's a vampire now. All right, let's go live with dad and stepmom or whoever. Like, sure, (laughs) I don't care. And it's like, yeah, it's so weird, like how he gives up. And then Chelsea convinces him 
even though Adam's like, we tried everything. I mean, he uh, just had this growth where he's re- reached his peak potential, and now he's just giving up. And we tried everything. Ups and downs. What did they even try? They threw a ball. <laughs> yeah. This is like the first time, I, I guess, I tried to get a guy to dance with him. Yeah, to get the dance. I hit him in the head with kick, a ball. <laughs> tried to get him kicked out of the club. You know, maybe two or three things. Yes, I'm a, I'm a horror movie nerd who knows all these rules about vampires. And, and doesn't I've know how to, like, I've utilize I've tried them. everything. Like, yeah, they haven't, they haven't done... Why didn't... Do they have no crosses in their house? Oh, or did Disney just not want to, like, touch... Religion. That's but even possible. that's kind of weird, like... I don't know. Who knows? In 2000, I don't think Disney would be worried about showing Christianity or uh, anything like knows? that. Who knows? So, the mom and Dimitri go to the car. Yeah. Adam, now rejuvenated in trying to save his mom, says, Oh, you know what? I know where he's going to go. He's going to go to his lair because that's where vampires go. Where was that? Oh, he said it was this haunted On house. The lake. So they head there. They get a taxi and they actually end up beating mom and Dimitri there because the car stalls because of something Duffy and the gang did. Yeah. Who uh, knows? We'll see. It wasn't permanent because they'll get the car running soon. With the help of a tow truck. We get a weird kind of throwaway scene because it's mostly like, hey, there's some characters we forgot in this movie. Taylor and Malachi Van yes. Helsing, yes. who are driving around in the car. They like leave the restaurant. They're like, shit, we missed it. And hey, you said they were going to go dancing. Where would you go dancing? I don't know. I'm just a kid. I'm eight, <laughs> which could have been a funny line, but it wasn't delivered well. And this that was even like a scene before this. But here they're eating PB&J sandwiches. and His mom made them. Yeah. He doesn't live with his mother, though. Taylor asks, did your mom make these? And for some reason, Malachi speaks so disparagingly to Taylor. He says, I don't live with my mom. <laughs> it's like, like he's eight years old. And you're trying to like put a, like a stab at him. He's like, I don't live with my mom. I live in hotels like an adult. And it's like, okay. Uh, but then... I don't know what it is, but yeah, eventually they do like a spell of some kind that guides them to the house. So everybody's converging at the lair of the vampire. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri's car we see now works. There's a tow truck there. Not clear what the tow truck did. Who knows? But uh, they leave. The kids arrive at the house, which is shown by the lake with terrible CG effects because they couldn't find an actual house by an actual lake. Yeah. They get dropped but, off. But they did find a house. They get which dropped, is by a lake, though. Or a pond, at least. Yeah. There's some yeah. real body of water yes. that they shoot. Yes. Uh, they get dropped off, Adam and Chelsea, by a very racist caricature of yeah. a cab driver. Indian cab driver. So, Hello. It is thank you for the yeah. ride. Uh, not necessary, but they do, uh, they do seemingly pay him and tip him well. Uh, yes. They sneak into the house, and they're trying to find the coffin because a vampire and that's literally well there's two things in the house a piano you know because he likes to play the piano in his ten thousand years of free time right. organs pianos close enough you know so he's got his piano and then they have to go upstairs because the house is empty otherwise to find the mm-hmm. coffin by the fireplace by the computer yeah, we didn't even. I forgot to mention one of the actual other funny scenes in the movie is when they send the email out to Dimitri. We get a pan off from a computer in the spooky study. Yeah. There's a fireplace that just springs into flame, and then we yes. see the coffin, Open and the coffin opens. Then we just see an arm reach out to like click on the mouse, and then he <laughs> laughs maniacally for having uh, somebody swipe right on him. Is that True. the good one? Yes. Okay. Not yes. that I would know. They get, find the coffin in this spooky study. 
This is one of the most baffling sequences I think maybe has been in a decom. Because Chelsea says, what do we do? Apropos of nothing, Adam then says, do you remember that time where you kept your, kept the TV remote in a, um, your room? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, how, how did I get it out again? I took your, your cell phone. phone. And then he says, cell phones are to teenagers what coffins are to, are vampires. to vampires. And then Chelsea says, and mom's the remote. And <laughs> yeah. very good, Grasshopper. Yeah. And I screamed. <laughs> oh. It made me so mad. Just I, maybe I'll maybe that's what I'll put out like the audio at the end of this episode because I, we can't do it justice even saying everything. It just pissed me off so much. It's so stupid. Oof. But then they try to move the coffin, and they're like, "Oh, it's too heavy." Well, that's where the analogy really breaks down. <sighs> Uh, but then they're able to move the coffin through a window that's several feet off the ground. Yes, they they're like, oh shit! They couldn't lift it to- inches before, but now they're able to hoist it up. And- yeah, we got to get it to the lake because yeah. vampires and and they are on the second floor. Remember, yeah. they went up. They did go upstairs. So vampires can't go over open water, which is the thing in other mythologies. Yeah, which is yeah, seems maybe hard to enforce at times, or they can only go in their coffin over open water. So like oh. that's why they're like in ships in their coffins and okay. stuff like that. Okay, but yes, they lift the coffin up to a window to toss it out, which probably would break the coffin. But also yes, yes they're lifting it up more than if they tried to just carry it out because you know when you carry something, you only need you an can, inch off the ground. Yeah, you can carry it all right, but if you are like doing full lifts of it, yes. that ex- exerts a lot more strength. I know because I'm a, uh, you can't see me, but I am a, a built dude. <laughs> I am a extremely muscular and vascular. There's just <laughs> veins everywhere. Oh God. Uh, don't like don't look up, Don't look up my Twitter account. Don't look under his bed. <laughs> Uh, so they throw it out. They're dragging it down. Well, they don't even drag it down. They're able to like magically push the coffin in. It just keeps down going the down the steps. Yeah. Like three like tiers of stairs. And it's like, nope, it just keeps going. That's how gravity works. And then as they finally reach it to the lake, that's when Dimitri and mom pull up. Pull up in the car and they kind of crouch down. I had mentioned earlier when they were in the the restaurant how Dimitri kind of could sense that they were outside creeping in, which I thought would happen right now. But it didn't. It kind of almost happens very well, he, shortly he, he, after. He's almost like looking right at them. Yes. I mean, it's movie he could. stuff. If he where turned his head, he'd, they'd be like right there, you know. And very unbelievable that he couldn't see them. But they go inside the house, uh, yes. Dimitri and mom, who's still in a trance. And in the house, this is where his vampiric skills come into play. Because he smells something and he says, humans? Humans? Adam! Which I thought was kind of a funny line. Adam. But so then he comes out searching. This is where uh, we finally check back in again with Malachi and Taylor, who they have reached the house. Malachi leaves Taylor in in the car with all the garlic possible in the world, not just a clove, but like a whole. I don't know what you call them. You sometimes see garlic in like a rope. or just, It was a lot of garlic. It was a lot of garlic. A lot of garlic. But Taylor's like, mm, I can help. You're helping by staying in the fucking car. Yeah. Adam had pushed the coffin out onto the water. He's floating on it. He, yep, jumped on top of it. As Chelsea hiding in the grass. In bush, yeah. Dimitri comes out. He's like, fuck you, Adam. Give me back my coffin. <laughs> and Adam's like, mm, not until you give me back my mom. Um, and then Dimitri does like a quick Well, he smells speed. Chelsea oh, here. Yes. Yeah, does it's his speed stuff blood. to grab Chelsea and a weird thing happens that as he grabs her we see her clothes morph into a red gown yeah gown I, evening yeah, dress. dress 
something like that. And then it morphs back. She seems to see that this happens. Yeah. And it's he, not explained he, what the fuck just happened. I, I think he says something maybe about... Well, well, so he, he says, he, I could make her to my queen. Yes. Which... Maybe okay, that's... that doesn't mean she. You have the power to fucking change your clothes, <laughs> and it's this is in the last ten to fifteen minutes of the movie. Again, Disney effects just learned a new little thing they could do, and they just tried to flex. Well, yeah, I had to like rewind because at first I thought it was just like an error in the yeah. effect where it changed the color of like her shirt, but it's like no, she had completely different clothes. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was cool. Different. Dimitri is it's kind of a standoff, and then. Hey, you know what? I don't want you to eat my sister and my mom. I'll. They bring back the coffin. The kids drag it into the house onto the yep. first floor yep. in the room with the <clears throat> piano. And that's when, huzzah, Malachi Van Helsing appears <laughs> and has a very lame fight with Dimitri where Dimitri flies at him. And, and then he goes out the door. He opens the door or whatever. Well, yeah, or, Malachi yeah, I, is implied that he does like a little like whoo, like kung fu like dodge thing, which we should mention. Uh, Malachi is played by Robert Carradine, brother of David Carradine, who is a who is, martial and, and, arts kung fu guy. And 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 Carradine at the very beginning, I, I don't want to spoil who this actor was, but he is also the father in the Lizzie McGuire not only show but the movie, <gasps> and he also is in Revenge of the Nerds. Yep. He plays the main character but uh you interrupted you can't ever not talk about david carradine and not you know he was in kill bill famously but you have to talk about his uh unfortunate death of during autoerotic asphyxiation a, yeah, a, a little bit of that yeah where you choke yourself with a belt well no, i i think people doing know, some nasty well, i don't know about people listening to a disney podcast well, but uh, hey mom dad you know kids Disney didn't foresee putting Robert Carradine in, and then people would Google search David Carradine and find out that, <laughs> yeah, he hole. died with, like, a, a tie hooker or something. Yeah. Uh, but back to the super lame fight. Uh, yeah, so he Dimitri flies out the door, starts to fly back in, and, and then... shuts the door. Malachi Van Helsing shuts the door on him. And he hits his head on the door, and he's pissed. So then uh, Malachi's preparing. He's like, hey, get back. He pulls out a big steak. Yes, big wood wooden steak. steak that is yes. <laughs> not a t-bone for the something. blood it's just for the good yeah. blood but then dimitri comes in oh they wrestle a little bit then he throws malachi way high in the it's, air yeah it's a heck of a throw and you see a body just flying through the air crashes down onto the piano breaks the piano. it keys flying yeah. everywhere yeah so it was good image. oh and then dimitri's going over he's about to suck malachi's blood and then Q. to the rescue taylor Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Uh, Taylor hits him over the head with a stake and says, stop it. And then Dimitri's like, the fuck? Hey, little kid, go away. He turns back and tries to eat him again. And then Taylor whacks him on the head again. (laughs) And this was kind of a fun moment where uh, Dimitri stands up and is like, Basically, what's been happening this whole movie is they've been completely underselling him as a vampire. He's like, what the fuck is up with this family? <laughs> you are kids. I'm a vampire. You're supposed to be fucking afraid of me. Yeah. And they're like, eh, whatever. Boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> and then uh, he is like, oh, you okay, boomer me? Well, okay, Zoomers. And he, Whoa. well, Zoomers weren't a thing. Okay, millennials. He uh, puts them into a trance. They're not quite a trance, but he starts to make specifically Chelsea and... And Adam move on their own. They're not able to resist. And he's about to bite Adam. And they're yelling like, Mom, help, save us. She's in a trance. Malachi is knocked out. Taylor's a child. What's going to happen? You do see Malachi, you know, get up for a second. But as I said, he was a little too woozy to But as they keep yelling, the mom eventually breaks from her trance. 
from the love. And then execute terrible slow-mo as mom's moving it forward. Gets, it's so weird. This Yeah, this, this next it's segment. supposed to make like it dramatic, but 20 it just to 30 makes it seconds. terrible. It's all slow-mo. It's like quarter so, speed, not yeah. even half speed. The mom breaks the trance, and then seemingly everybody knows the plan that's going to happen. Everybody, yeah, everybody wakes where up. Where the kids move aside from the vampire, which apparently they're out of the trance now, too. The mom shoves Dimitri as Malachi and Taylor are running over to the coffin, opening open up the it coffin. Up. Dimitri goes into the coffin. Yeah. They close the door. Chelsea and Adam jump onto the coffin. Dimitri comes out with <laughs> a giant nail gun. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Nails the coffin boom. shut. They're silver. Says they're silver nails, so don't worry about it. And I would say, uh, but what about, uh, I don't know, that he's a fucking vampire, not a werewolf. <laughs> I, I've seen silver bullets be like used against vampires, but usually they set up like, oh, they're crucifixes that we melted down that were like made of silver. Oh, okay. But hey, whatever. And then it's just like. And, and, and you hear him talking, though. He's not done. It's not like he's like out of it. He's like, Lynette. Lynette, help me. That's good. Let me out. Uh, but yeah, they're just like, all right, work's here is done. Mom, how did you break out of that trance? I, love. Madam drops his movie knowledge and says, oh, it's usually because of true love. And then Taylor's yeah. like, is that it, Mom? You love us so much. And But no, like Lucas said, she loves her so. No, I mean, the message of the movie is moms are for children. And moms love their kids. And their kids are the most important thing. But it would have been... Interesting and would never happen in a decom, but like the mom earlier is talking about, you know, rediscovering herself. You know, yes. she was singing again, having yes. fun, felt like she had found an old friend. If the idea was the love of herself, her true love for her own self, her personal growth is what broke her trance. But nope, it's just the kids. Eh, yeah. Kids. Coins. Or maybe her love for Van Helsing. Uh, but then, yes, Malachi Van Helsing is like, hey, you're a, you're a female. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't know. She I have says, a penis. Oh, yeah. He, this is where he says, oh, well, I'm going to take him somewhere where he's going to have a bad time. I'm going to take him to the South Pole. Yes. Which is going to be sunny all the time. And then we'll take him to Finland, presumably for when the sun moves on the Earth's orbit. So then it's sunny all the time in Finland. It's like, no. I don't know. How about you just fucking kill him? Can you be a vampire hunter if you just imprison the vampires forever? And how many vampires does he have now on the South Pole? How many is he? Where is he getting the money to do this? Very true. Or can't be cheap to this, be in shipping this fiction, a coffin. Do vampires not need to actually like feed? Because wouldn't they just starve also, to death without blood? Also, this is post nine eleven. How is he? Trans- no, it's not post nine eleven. No, not yet. No, it's two thousand. Well, regardless, how is he? How is he <laughs> People transporting coffins? Fine. with a body in him? <laughs> I don't know. He like puts garlic or holy water oh and it seeps through, and I don't know, knocks him out. Yes, not very clearly uh, thought through. But we're we're just digging too hard right now. But uh, then it's it's daytime, so they could have just opened the coffin so he could burn, fucking burn. burn but now, hey, let's go have breakfast. You want to come? Have you? And then Malachi's like, "Have you tried chocolate chip fucking pancakes? They're." sublime and the mom says i already have the chocolate chips because we did mention i think that they went to the store to buy chocolate chips yes and then malachi van helsing says it's a date no not a date no 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 everybody says not a date and the mom says i don't date well i date just not vampires and then i think there's a freeze regime and then uh one little fun thing is throughout the credits we continue to hear 
Dimitri talking. He yeah. first says Happy Halloween because this was the decom that came out in October, yeah. which is a little maybe a breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah. A bit. Uh, but then yeah, he just keeps talking, and Let I didn't out. listen <laughs> to everything he said. Lynette. For most of the decom credits, which are either forgettable or only memorable for the horrible songs they have playing, yeah. uh, most notably the Thirteenth Year. This was kind of a, a fun little twist on yeah. that. So that was... Uh, Mom's got a date with uh, the president's vampire. Mom's got a date with the president's ready-to-run... <laughs> great great joke right there. Uh, Telejohn, this was one I think you were hyped about going into. Yeah, I, this one and the next one are, are both ones that I really like. I, I feel like a, most of my, my favorite decoms are kind of like the, the spooky ones. You know, Halloween Town, Don't Look Under the Bed. Well, really, only Don't Look Under the Bed is actually spooky. Halloween Town is well, I, I, borderline. I'll, I'll say hollow, Halloween-y, you know, what, whatever. At least uh, Don't Look Under the Bed and Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire take place at night or in the dark primarily, yeah. where Halloween Town, that's in the fucking daytime the Fa- whole time. Yeah, and, 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 and our, our next one, Phantom of the Megaplex, isn't really... That's, a, that's just I, I, a November movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, it's it's got the spooky vibe, but it's it's not necessarily a Halloween movie. But, but no, I, I really like watching this one again for... The second and third time. Like I said, going into it too, going into this, like it didn't really feel like a decom. You know, uh, all the stuff that we've seen. I, I, I mean, at least decoms from recent memory. You know, like the breaking of the fourth wall. I mean, we did get some, like you said at the very end there. But it was a breath of fresh air to not have it was, narration it was or yeah. kids talking to the fucking camera. And, even though and, I liked Quince. And and we didn't have all these different story. We didn't have like five different storylines. It kind of had you know Taylor and Van Helsing there for like a little bit. Well, see, see had, that's the interesting thing, well, it, where it, we did it, have it, multiple storylines, but... Three. Un- it didn't feel like there was a, too much. No, it was on. a good balance of characters. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah. I thought maybe they could have done more with Malachi, and Taylor is kind of a, a fun little pairing. Yes. But what a lot of other DCOMs do is they don't necessarily have a ton of characters. They just have so many plot threads and things yeah. or themes they're trying Th- to get in there. Sense. And I, that it, wasn't it, really an issue. It, it starts off as one storyline and gradually breaks into the second with the mom and, and then Taylor later on. So, yeah, I mean, if anything, I think... Uh, both of our criticisms, one of our main ones were that there could have just been more to it. It's just like, it's a yeah. single date. It just Two goes nights, on for a while. You know. And there's some you, interpersonal issues between the sister and brother. They're resolved. Is there a lesson learned? Not really. The mom goes through personal growth, but that's basically it. Maybe it's, Taylor. It, what, what I really learned, I think, most about this movie is Lucas has a crush on Duffy. And that's that's about... Duffy, so, Duffy underutilized, I would say for sure. Yes. That was the other thing is if this was a decom, Duffy would also have played a much bigger a role, a la Gilbert in Under Wraps, as well as Can of Worms. Yes. So my criticisms, I think, came up here as well as throughout the the discussion, which not top top tier. No, little maybe little, B tier. Yeah, maybe uh above the halfway mark. I don't know. I yeah, it's just one of those movies where. It's a good thing to say where I can feel that, like, this was a good premise. Something better could have been made of it. But then I realized that literally that had already existed. And the creators of this definitely, again, not a big fan of Lost Boys. But, like, this is very taking a lot from Lost Boys. But Fright Night is not. I don't think it involves a guy dating, like, a vampire dating the mom. But maybe I kind of muddled in my that memories of that. That does happen in Lost Boys, though. That, yeah. The- but like that pairing you know there's better kind of horror comedy vampire movies out there but this is 
Hey, it's a decom. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's, doesn't involve the sport. It doesn't involve talking animals. True, so that's true. a a win in my book and yeah. a, a point in the side of originality that we don't always get. So moving on, this would be the part of the episode if you wanted to email us that we might read that email. Just kidding. If you emailed us, we're gonna read the email. It's Absolutely. not like we're inundated with a bunch of emails. I can't even joke about having like viagra emails <laughs> to the account or anything no uh but if you want to email us you can email us at a whole new pod at gmail.com but i thought one little fun interlude we could go through which is super dated at this point but if we had had more time in a previous episode or more timely we could have done this before disney plus came out but Before Disney Plus came out, Disney made a giant Twitter thread about every single movie that was coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Not counting the decoms. We're going to be going through those in our own way. But going through some of their older catalog of non-animated stuff, there's a lot of things that very much seem like they could have been decoms, except they were made decades before Disney Channel was a thing. Really? So I just thought I would go through some of these uh, fun titles and describe, based on their cover art, what I think they seem to be about. Uh, First, in 1965, we have That Darn Cat, which just seems to be about an obnoxious cat. Uh, And I know this one got remade... I think Sinbad or it was made in like the 2000s. Oh God. Uh, the ugly dachshund. It was 66. So a theme of also, which happened with early decoms like you lucky dog, but not so much yeah. beyond that. Uh, the computer wore tennis shoes, which based Whoa. on the image uh, seems to imply that there's a, a humanoid. There's a person. What year is that? 1969. Wow. Nice. About a computer in 69. But uh, the computer seems to just be a boy who is a computer just in like a robot. Long. But yeah, he walks around like a boy. Oh. Uh, uh, the Barefoot Executive, which seems to be about a chimpanzee businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in on that one. Followed by a million dollar duck, which is, uh, huh. uh, there's a golden egg on the cover along with the duck. So you can put the Lays, pieces together there. Lays golden egg. Justin Morgan had a horse. Who's uh, Justin Morgan? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I do know one thing. He did have a horse. <laughs> a horse. Uh, and was he ready to run? I hope not, but... <laughs> Same year as that, uh, the biscuit eater, which just oh seems my. to be about a dog. A lot uh, of a animals dog. here. Huh? <laughs> well, they knew the market back then. That's we have. Uh, I gave Jake uh, my uh, login information for Disney Plus, so I saw that he was interested in Swiss Family Robinson. This yes. might be a movie you're interested in, uh, called The Castaway Cowboy. Oh golly! Which is got a, a cowboy with a spear on like the beach Jesus. on the cover. Which sounds a lot like the the sequel to Horse Sense we'll eventually <laughs> get to. Uh, the Strongest Man in the World, which is just a, a guy lifting a lot of weights over his head and old people looking amazed around him. <laughs> the the classic, who could forget the Apple Dumpling Gang, oh, which yeah. was starring... I think my parents actually like really liked that. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What's this guy? Wasn't this guy the the mayor in Quince? The, oh, Don Knotts. Yes, Don Knotts. Don Knotts seems to be in Griffin the Apple show. Dumpling Gang as well as the movie Gus, which oh, is seemingly about a, a donkey that plays football. And don't worry, we're also going to bring up the Shaggy DA, which is a sequel to the Shaggy Dog, which you talked about in You Lucky Dog, and also was remade starring Tim Allen, also fairly recently. So much like. You darn cat or a darn cat, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Uh, We also have the first Freaky Friday, but you can also watch 
the decom i think came out in like 2018 or 2019 where they made a musical freaky friday that we'll get to very far from now the cat from outer space uh fairly self-explanatory yeah i would say so uh who could wait for this sequel that everyone wanted the apple dumpling gang <laughs> rides again <laughs> I, I i no, i, I was showing my parents only two or actually no it came four years after the original so people were waiting i i was showing my parents and they were like oh we were looking through all like the old movies you know like last yeah. year you know whatever they had like, the apple dumpling gang it looks like something like ernest goes to camp where it looks like <laughs> They're riding again, but it seems that they're holding a ball and chain as if they're in prison on this Jeez. cover. So what happens in that movie? Oh, my. Well, I want to know what happens in the unidentified flying oddball, oddball. which seems to be about a spaceship that is in a castle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Boogity, which is a, yeah. a horror movie that has one of the worst cover arts I've ever seen. I gotta see it. It's kind of maybe reminiscent of... How? What is? It's like a mummy slash. No, that's fuzz. Oh yeah. Well, then there's also fuzz bucket, which it looks like a, a shaved, half shaved elf alien monster. Oh my! <laughs> so, Mr. Boogity and Fuzz Bucket are definitely two, two binge worthy back to back. I have uh, morbid curiosity about. Uh, oh yeah. Turner and Hooch, which is just Classic. A, a movie. Chevy Chase. No, that's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, sorry. My bad. That movie has a, a dog in it, but we want to know what movie doesn't have a dog in it. Cheetah. Has a cheetah. I would I would. Or assume. maybe a leopard. <laughs> leopard that mistook himself as a cheetah. And then I think we just kind of get into real movies. Like, these are, I just took snapshots of movies I wanted to watch. Like, uh, uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh. Never, I've never seen it. What? How have you not seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Well, no, that you're thinking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, shrunk the or kids. Honey, I, like We Shrunk sequel? Ourselves. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid is the third movie that I think was probably direct-to-video. Oh, God. So, Blank Check, which it basically is a DCOM, except it came out years before DCOMs were a thing. Does it's a kid a, write out a check for a million dollars? You can wow. put it together just from wow. <laughs> the title alone, as well as uh, Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie, which is That's terrible. That's a Disney movie? Uh, yeah. It's a weird one because he kills Santa Claus in the beginning of the movie. And, oh, oh, classic Operation Dumbo Drop, a movie I don't know enough about, but it seemingly involves, uh, airdropping an elephant (laughs) somewhere. Well, something I do know about, or maybe I don't, depending on what universe I come from, is Kazam, starring Shaq. What? I don't know that was a Disney one either. Or is it Shazam, starring Sinbad? Oh, no. What about Jack, where Robin Williams plays a an adult who's like a little boy? Are you sure that's not an Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> First Kid, starring, uh, speak of the devil, Sinbad. Oh my. Also seems like it could have been a, a DCOM before DCOMs were a thing. And then here we go, 1997 was when that darn cat got remade over wow. 30 years wow. after the original so you know people are oh, there's too many remakes how many spider-mans you know what movies? i need I, I need a swiss family robinson remake i now i'm sure there was one maybe just not made by i, I think they made two i think they made one in the 40s and then one in the 60s well here's a confusing one uh jungle to jungle that's a good one but tim allen it has the two in it but it's not a sequel it's just jungle to jungle Have you seen that one uh yeah i think i remember that's seeing a good it one a i think it has a little a boy, like his son, I think he brings to New York. Uh, that sounds about right. That's a good movie. 
Uh, Flubber, it. not a good movie. That's a great movie with, uh, I can't even think of his name, Robin Williams. And this movie had me so intrigued at how terrible it looks. I had to look up, and it sounds like it is quite the terrible movie. Meet the Deedles. Uh, 1998, it has uh, the image familiar. of, I think it's about surfer bros, and in this image, their hair is in the shape of waves. Whoa. And it does sound like a decom, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> and then we get to the era that we know of You Lucky Decoms. Dog, which yep. is the first listed decom on Disney Plus. Because for whatever reason, I don't know why Under Wraps is not on there, yeah, which no, is true. a travesty for people who go to the decom section to look at the '90s, and the first one they'll see is You Lucky Dog. Well, maybe they'll probably to... just go to Brink, which is the third one. Well, they have to but... reach out to them and have them add Under Wraps. Maybe they don't even know it's not on there. Yeah. Maybe they just don't know. Moving into 2000s, we get the prequel everybody wanted, uh, The Young Black Stallion. How did the Black Stallion grow up into that black of a stallion? The aforementioned Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen. And I think that's uh, about it. Then it just became uh, pictures of anime figurines I wanted to buy. (laughs) So Hopefully you enjoyed that little detour. It was something I wanted to do for an episode or two. Speaking of detour... No, that's that's later. <laughs> Closing up shop. Uh, follow us on Twitter at a whole new pod. All one word. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Follow us on Spotify. Now you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes. Like, comment, subscribe. Every single video. Yes. Put quince or some shit. Yeah. Hit the bell. Yes. Because that's the thing I'm supposed to say. Notifications, I guess. Smash no, that like button. Yes. Smash it. We're at seven subs right now. 2100 views will uh we'll heading into the the holiday time. season if you're an american with thanksgiving or if you're abroad christmas and other stuff like that if you're doing traveling with some family recommend us to your other family members yeah. and hopefully they don't uh ostracize you from the family as listen a result. to us you know when you're just sitting down for some turkey yeah you know put us on your alexa here you got you got a bluetooth speaker sped up you'll throw on netflix the the fireplace tv turns into fireplace and and then over the speakers uh yeah put on halloween town the episode no that's not a great one put on uh quince or (laughs) uh smart house genius any of those any of those just not johnny tsunami probably not the best jumping off point for people no again the email address if you want to write us is a a whole new pod at gmail.com and I think all that I have left is I can give Jacob his Twitter account plugin. Yeah, Jacob underscore Telejohn, J-A-C-O-B underscore T-E-L-L-I-J-O-H-N. Follow me for all your uh, daily fantasy sports updates and um, random retweets. So. Or dead memes that get dead too yeah. quickly. And to take us out, you got something to say? I'm going to Disney World! I mean... That's just a fact. Yeah. What a shill. What a shill. Giving out Disney shit all the time. What are we going to do? Wait. Do you remember when you took the TV remote and kept it in your room? Yeah. How did I get you to give it back to me? You stole my cell phone. Right. And cell phone is to, well, teenager, what coffin is to vampire. And mom's the remote. Yes, Grasshopper. Now help me get this downstairs.
This is where the whole cell phone coffin analogy breaks down. Oh, he's a vampire? What's he drive? A hearse?